Hello and welcome to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. A lot of you don't know this, but I actually used to run a women's conference and it was nothing that I wanted to do with my life. Uh, it happened to me. I don't want to say that it was something that I went seeking or looking for, but I was asked to write a women's conference. And my first answer to this wonderful Catholic company who really, they helped me get started as an MC, really, to be honest, I kind of transitioned from a Catholic speaker to also a Catholic speaker and an MC. And that's a different skill set. And they gave me a chance, fullness of truth. Hello, fullness of truth. And um, they came to me and said, would you write a women's conference? And I simply said, absolutely not. (laughs) I did. I was like, no way. There's no way I'm writing that. I hate women's conferences. I do. I really do. I've never liked them. And they said, well, no, 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 no. Listen, we're going to let you write what you want to write, which those of you who have watched this show up to this point are like, well, that's a mistake because anytime we would let Liv do the things, no, it's fun. You know, it's, it's different. Let's just say that. And I said, okay, fine. After a while I said, sure. And I, I wrote this, um, conference. Here's where the story gets really funny. I decided to have it at this really great resort, really great resort in the hill country of Texas. So outside of Austin, is this place called Bastrop. And there's this place called the Hilton. Ooh, I, I almost said Garden Inn, but that's not a resort. <laughs> The Hilton, uh, Hill Countries in San Antonio. It's the other one. I don't know what it is, you guys. I just had a conference there and gave them lots of money. I don't remember the name. Anyway, whatever that one is. And it's it's fancy, but it's not crazy expensive. Like it's for Texas families. It's for families. They've they've got all these activities, they have all this stuff to do. There's lazy rivers. There's, oh my gosh, I don't know, name it. They have canoe trips. They have, and it's all right here at this like resort. You can do crafts. There's multiple restaurants. It's fantastic. It's basically a cruise ship outside of Austin. And so I thought, well, this would be a great place to have a women's conference with lots of children. Yeah, I didn't think that through. But anyway, we decided to have it there. <clears throat> they also have animals on this property not just any kind of animals, like actual animals that are supposed to interact with the public. One of the animals is a goat. They have multiple goats. And when I was signing the contract, they happened to mention that the goats actually have pajamas. I can't even get through this. (laughs) They actually have pajamas, these goats, and they wear diapers. Y'all, this bougie resort, which isn't expensive as in bougie, just bougie as in has a lot of things to do with your kids. So everybody's book it. Cause you want to take your kids here. Um, they have animals, they have longhorns, they have an alpaca that comes in the lobby in the lobby is an alpaca. <laughs> and then they have goats. Now they told me, you know, you can rent our goat for your conference. And I was like, Oh my yes, that is an absolute. So I did rent that goat. Now I want to say very clearly in case anyone from fullness of truth ever wants to hire me back, I'm available. Um, but (laughs) they did not pay for this part. This came out of my pocket (laughs) because I could not in good conscience ask them to pay. The goat costs like $150, but I felt it was a necessity. My husband probably disagreed because let's be real. He paid for it. (laughs) But I was like, we have to have a goat. And we had a photographer and we had a, um, you know, where you stand in front to take pictures. I don't, I don't know what that's called a stand in front or picture thing. Okay. We had one of those. And so you could stand in front of the thing and have your picture. And it says genius. My conference was called genius. And there was a goat. Here's where it gets hysterical. The diaper did not work. (laughs) That goat pooped everywhere, everywhere. Have you ever seen grown women with a pooping goat (laughs) at a Catholic women's conference? No, you have not. And will you ever have like, see it again? Probably not because I don't, um, no one's asked me to do that conference there again. (laughs) I did do it again, but it was outside of Dallas. But you guys, we were finding goat poop like for days, but it did. That was the worst diaper ever. It is not a diaper. That stuff just came out of that thing. And it looks like rabbit poop. You know, it's like the little whatever. It was hilarious. But this goat was so cute. And the pictures came out really cute. But um, but that's that is my hilarious animal story. I know that GW wants to share about when he was at a woman's conference. And when that it- actually sounds like the funnest women's conference I've ever heard of. See? I, See, I, I I might pay money to go and, and watch a goat. Like, 
mess all Take over pictures the with, lobby. with Catholic women. If you that, can't find sounds, God there. That sounds entertaining to me. It was a fun conference. Listen, I do know how to throw a party and how to bring the Lord. I can do both. Yeah. And that's what I was able to do. It was fun. There are so many things in that story that I feel like we should we should go back to. Like <laughs> like how you said this is a very a Texas place. It was. I mean, initially Texas. I'm imagining like they probably have a blow up pool on their driveway. Mm-mm. No, but that's what I thought about. Are you serious? You, no, bougie. You, oh, bougie. Okay. Bougie, I, but it's I'm, not expensive. Not bougie doesn't always mean money. It can just mean extra. Or extra. I I make it mean that. <laughs> Everyone's like, no, no, bougie means expensive. <laughs> it's not that expensive. And especially if you throw a conference, they give you the rooms like half off. You can stay for like a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and your kids can pet a longhorn and float in a river and go play. Go all the games. I I'm don't have, know. I'm going to have to look into this place. It's fancy. It's I'm gonna have to go get my picture taken with a goat. <laughs> I'm serious. You will be checking in with your Louis Vuitton. I'm just kidding. That's bougie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's an alpaca who starts licking your earlobe. <laughs> Only in Texas. Sounds like my kind of place. <laughs> no, it's really fantastic. I, I cannot think of what it is. Uh, the Hyatt, it's going to come to me after the show and I'm going to... They hate me. We'll tag them. I don't know. Everybody write in. What is it? But you'll have to take the family. They'll love it because they also have childcare. So you and the wife can go yeah, have I'm dinner. I'm all about childcare. You know what I mean? And your kids can like make you like a glue on longhorn or something with pasta. I don't know what they do with your kids. Like blue bonnets. You eat chili there every night. I don't know. I'm trying to make it sound very <laughs> texas <laughs> They have a wave pool though where you can like pretend to surf. You know, like oh, how nice. they do on cruise ships. Like oh, it's yeah. like. Mm-hmm. It's multiple pools. They've got multiple like sports courts. They have a spa, multiple. Why am I doing? I keep plugging things that are not giving me money. They can sponsor me though. Then I'll remember their name. <laughs> I think, I think the goat story might've thrown them off from the sponsorship, but we'll give it a shot. <laughs> they don't want me to come back. I do love it. So tell me you have something like a pooping goat at a conference <laughs> that has happened to you. Or have you, I don't know. Have you ridden anything? I, the most exotic thing I've ever like ridden on, I think would have to be a camel at the yeah. Renaissance Festival here in Houston. I've never ridden on a camel. I mean, I've been on horseback rides, but that's not that's not, that's not anything exotic. I mean, the, <laughs> hor- the horse the horse didn't like that. I I do remember that the horse didn't like that I was wearing like a like a windbreaker kind of jacket. Was and this nineteen eighty four? I don't know. It was like a, it was like a. A jacket from my swim team when I was in high school or something like that. I don't know. The horse didn't like it, so it kind of freaked out a little bit. <laughs> Made noise. Yeah, I think that was it. I was the horse's name Marky Mark? Who was <laughs> right? I love it. Can I just make fun of this? This is fantastic. Was it a neon color? I want to hear about this windbreaker. It was. It was blue, and it made noise. <laughs> I love it. Was it. Not that exciting. It was not I think that exciting. The only other animal mishap didn't really happen to me. There's a. Um, there's a. Dry, or, there, or at least was, and I could have my my facts wrong because it's been a number. None of, of us know. Been a number of years, <laughs> but um, outside of San Antonio, there's a, like a drive-through zoo, yes, right, like a safari situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't remember how old I was. I want to say ten, just because that always sounds like that the sounds right like a age good for, age for, to. <laughs> anyways, we drove through, and I I remember like some ostriches like trying to get the food that we were. I think you can like buy food to like, like hand the out pellets. to these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just like swinging its head inside the car, trying to. They're trying violent. To, yeah, I think I'm. I'm. I'm nearly positive my mom got like nipped by one of these ostriches. Really? Yeah, because I, I feel like we saw a shirt in the gift shop on the way out that said "I survived the ostriches." <laughs> so it was a thing. I it think was, so. It was a thing. But were you living in San Antonio? Or were you like? No, we're just. Passing, visiting passing through you yeah. can just yeah okay well that's great no those are always fantastic i, I didn't stories. have to go back and relive that memory <laughs> uh, you got to bring your kids someday yeah well, well we're actually going to go to san antonio in a couple great. Weeks. now you have an activity to do yeah. when the alamo go up and ask them about the basement it's their favorite I mean, do you even know what that is do you even know what I, that's a reference to i know what the alamo is i don't know about the basement okay so there was this guy named peewee herman have you ever heard of peewee herman mm-hmm. yes for mm-hmm. real okay i can't tell by your face <laughs> When I grew up, Pee Wee Herman was, a, a, this is really sad. He was a children's TV programmer. <laughs> like he had a TV show for kids. Right. Which I actually let my kids watch it. I mean, he's not a good guy now. I mean, he might be a lovely person. We believe in redemption. We don't know. This is not to talk about Pee Wee Herman, but he did a great film called Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay. Yes. I, I remember it's hearing fantastic. about it. I never watched it. 
No, when I say we're talking film quality, <laughs> I mean, you need to stop your life. It won Sundance that year, right? <laughs> exactly. One, it was, it won Cane, yeah, or Can, Can. Well, Conk. see, I don't know. You're the one that went to France. <laughs> um, so yeah, it is fantastic. It's so awful. You just love this film. But in it, Pee Wee goes to the Alamo. I love that we're spending All this right. much time on this. This is <laughs> this is for our northern listeners. This is this yeah, is some real Texas so gems much. here. Texas history, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, he goes to the Alamo and he asks if there's a basement, and there is no basement because in Texas we, we don't, don't have, have basements, basements. right? Yeah. Even though we have big tornadoes where we we need them, we're just we're gonna drown because of the flood situation here. We can't have them. It was what I've been told because of hurricanes. I don't know if that's true. I think it's, I think we're, we're close enough to sea level at this part of the country that basements are a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I would, I, I, I believe that's the Harvey, case. That would have been horrible. Like I can't even think about what would have happened. Right, Everybody you. automatically has a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. In this winter, it's a swimming pool in the summer. You're trying to escape in a canoe. Um, but yeah, so now they get, Still, even to the state, even though Pee Wee Herman is not okay anymore and not a thing and nobody watches that film except for me and my brothers, people still go and ask, is there a basement? <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> like, they're so over it at the Alamo. So I want you to do it. <laughs> I uh, will probably go to the Alamo. Yeah, you got to. Well, there's a lot of missions, though. That's what a lot of people don't know. You know, the Alamo was a mission, but there's these beautiful Catholic missions that are in San Antonio. And you can actually do a pilgrimage. See, that's cool. So you can do a really cool pilgrimage. And then there's also in the hill country uh, painted churches because this was all settled by the Germans. And so there's these gorgeous painted churches. And so people go on pilgrimage there also to look at all these beautiful like paintings and stuff. But the, I gotta tell you, I mean, the Alamo is okay, but when you go see these other forts and stuff, you're like, wow, pretty impressive. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I knew about the missions in yeah, the missions California, are cool. but I did not know about mission churches in Texas. That's Yep, they're all right there. But everybody, nobody gives them any love because Pee Wee didn't go to those. <laughs> and nobody says, remember the Alamo. Remember the other mission. We don't even know their names. The so, other ones. Yeah, the other ones. And they're a lot prettier. Um, they really are. They're gorgeous. So you'll have to do that. You'll have to get some Mexican food. And also there's a big river there. Why am I talking about San Antonio? Anyway, we don't... <laughs> How shocking that I went off on a tangent, <laughs> but, um, but yes, back to crazy animals. No, that's, that's really all I have. I'm not really much of an animal person, which I know we've covered before about pets, but I'm not like a big animal really? person either. I feel like we talked about my dog. I feel yeah. like we talked about my bougie dog. That's but I feel like fuzzy and puffy. I feel like your dog kind of makes you an animal person. Now I like him. I like my dog. I still like one of those parents. You it's, know what I mean? I'm like, I like my kid. I'm not one of those. That's, yeah, that's me. I, I understand. like my dog. That's why, that's why I, I say it because I feel like your dog is like a dog only the owner could love yeah. kind of thing. Not mine. He's so cute and fuzzy. <laughs> one of his legs doesn't touch the ground. <laughs> that's why he has acupuncture. <laughs> He hasn't done that yet. I can't do it. I can't. I can't with the world, with what goes on in the world, go out there and say, I have to take to, my I dog. I have to take for, my dog to acupuncture. I can't that would be, do it. That'd be a tough pill to swallow. Come on. Yeah. I have. There's no coming back from that. You can't. But I'll never survive that. Taylor Schroll will never let me get over that. <laughs> I'll lose all two listeners. <laughs> You hear that big thunder that uh, we got a Texas think, storm coming think, through, which yeah, I, I love. We're, we're here in the <clears throat> in my garage, but I like calling it out because I think it's it's nice in case people think, wow, Liv's really hungry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just Garth Brooks out there singing and, and the thunder rolls. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my goat story. And if I ever do another women's conference, I will make sure that you're invited. Yeah. You could be my film guy. That'd be awesome. <laughs> You can see how I, how I roll and with the pooping goat, you've got to get that. Like, I don't mind paying money for that. That was worth it to watch these women hold a goat and the diaper. Oh, they did are not actually work. holding it. Oh yeah. It's like a little goat. Yeah. It's a little goat. Obviously they're holding it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome. And I'm telling you that diaper, not even close. So anyway, close. it made me feel better about myself, but, um, okay. So when we come back, Mr. Um, not into animals. We are going I love to. Animals. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I would. 
Animals are great. We're going to segue into something that has nothing to do with livestock whatsoever. You guys, you are tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And as I promised, I have an incredible guest that is so famous. I can't believe that she carved out time (laughs) of her very busy schedule of um, going viral and doing um, all sorts of interviews. I refer to her as the Carrollton woman. It might be my favorite... My favorite name for her. If you don't follow her career on E! News or possibly Good Morning America, I don't know what you've done with your life. I'm pretty sure Bruno Mars has asked her to be in his next um, video. And I think her answer is yes. Um, I am, of course, talking about Oodles of Doodles, the most famous artist on the Internet. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) You guys, the one and only Allie Hoffman. Allie, if we had an in-studio audience, they'd be losing their minds. That is what you deserve. You're used to that. (laughs) That's amazing. That is sophisticated. Hello. Hi, friend. How are you? I I completely forgot. (laughs) They called me. So for people that are watching, please, I thought, I thought the story would come better from you. You got to bring them to the beginning though. What are we even talking about? Why would anyone even put you on e-news? Why are you even viral? Take us from the beginning, Allie. Yes. Why would anyone want to put me on e-news? That is the question of the day. Um, Okay. So for people watching, um, or listening, we've got our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's multimedia. Multimedia, so proud of you. Um, I my like six years ago, my dad. There was a big ice storm in Texas, and where I live in Dallas area, and um, my dad and I we danced in our kitchen because we're like, this is how we handle like shut down ice and all that stuff. And it went viral, which was crazy. Like, but tell um, people. Tell the people what viral means. We don't mean viral like how I say I go viral all the time and I don't. I'm like, you guys, more than my husband liked my picture today. I'm a thing. I am viral. So when you say viral, you actually mean it in the in the Mark Zuckerberg way, like in the you mean it in the Tesla way. I don't know. Uh, big yeah, I words. am Mark Zuckerberg. I am Elon Musk. Basically. Elon Musk. There we go. Yeah. yeah. So what does that mean? Oh, viral. Yeah. Mr. Branson, yeah, so, please explain to us. <laughs> so viral basically means like definition of a viral video is if you have seven million, no, five million views in seven days. And five this video million got views in seven five, days? Seven days, yes. And so this video six years ago got seven million views in five days. <gasps> and right now it has like 13, almost 14 million views. And that was six years ago. So it was just like, yeah, father, daughter, dance in our kitchen. Had no idea the response. Like, absolutely. Like, we just, we honestly just put it up on Facebook because we have a lot of family that live in Alaska and they always make fun (laughs) of us of like how us Texans deal with the snow and the ice because hello, we don't know what to do with it. So fast forward to last March. Everyone can remember where they were last March. What happened in March 2020, Allie? What happened to the world? Um, (laughs) We had a world ice day that lasted for 18 months. (laughs) Exactly. And the whole, the world shut down. The world shut down. Ice day. Yes, forever. we were like, okay, we're going to be in our houses. What do we do? We dance in this family. We dance. So my dad and I did another dance video with my mom. My mom makes an appearance. She did. And That's right. I think she's the reason why it went viral, honestly. That's fair. people love to watch mom's dance. Yeah. <laughs> and she's amazing. So think about that the next time, Liz, that you're in your I'm doing the wrong gigs. Why aren't you running my career? I, I could be a TikTok star. Move over, Allison Sullivan. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Here, this is what we want, right? Here, J-Lo. Here's uh, your next follow. <laughs> Exactly. Let me inspire you. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like it went, and this is crazy. Um, in 24 hours, we got a million views. Less than 20, like 12 hours, we got a million views. 
and now it's again at like almost 14 million and um wow it, it i think it had a, a bigger impact reach because it was uh, everyone was feeling this like anxiety unsure like what is going on in the world what is the corona and we didn't really know like covid like what was it going to be like like is it as intense people are saying and it's just like so many things and so i through like a lot of conversations that my dad and i had and like even with people on the internet what they were sharing with us was like just a moment of okay the world is crazy and there's a lot of uncertainty so can we just bring this one small moment of joy and laughter into this into your life right now and so I think it it reached like it's so funny because it will it will be really big in different pockets of the world so I'll get a lot of messages from people in Switzerland and I'm like oh so it's going around Switzerland right now I'm like <laughs> a couple of weeks ago it was like the UK and it was like really big in the UK and I was like Cool. That's fascinating uh, that it's still making the yeah. rounds. Do you think it has to do with seeing a daughter with her parents? Like, do you think people are oh, enthralled by that yeah. whole situation? Because for people who don't know you and your dad, Michael, um, which I feel like I know him at this point, and it's a little creepy um, on my end. He's fine. <laughs> he doesn't follow me at all. <laughs> he doesn't even know I exist. I love you though. No, oh, my gosh. oh my gosh. But you guys, and I know you talk about this a lot and I'm, you're probably tired of it, but I don't think you are because you really like your dad as much as you play on TV, liking your dad. <laughs> it's very real. I do. I really you guys have a really cool relationship. And what's, what's really beautiful about it, Allie, is that he's a deacon, right? Is he still a deacon in the Catholic church? No, no, no. no he's just a speaker. He, actually, he was, um, discerning. He was discerning. He was discerning. He turned out. So, he just turned out, like, but how beautiful is that? Like he shared, you know what I mean? Like we got to see that, but he is a Catholic speaker. So he's yeah. not shy. <laughs> no. We don't know where no. you came from. Um, no you're your right? daughter, your daughter's daughter. What was that? Yeah. You're I your father's daughter. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but together you guys put out this really great energy of like, not everybody knows that you guys are Catholic. Not everybody knows that you guys are Catholic speakers. Not everybody yeah. knows that you guys actually know what you're doing. People just see like, oh, this is cute. But it's kind of neat yeah. when you do know that. Do you know what I mean? That there's this other level, this other layer to it, because for everybody that's out in the world, they get to see this father-daughter duo, which is fantastic. And mom. What was your mom's name? Michelle. Michelle. Michael and oh, Michelle. And forever. How cute are it's they? So that's right? precious. But I love that on the Catholic side, we get to see two people who can come and talk about Jesus and come and talk about theology and, and come, you talk about some pretty tough stuff. And I, I know your dad doesn't shy away from the hard subjects and then you're dancing to Bruno Mars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> like, I think that that's so great. And I I'd love to hear you talk about what, if you've seen any reaction from the Catholic side yeah. with you guys. I mean, it kind of fascinating too because like you said like we don't put it out there right like in those videos necessarily of we love jesus and <laughs> let's throw it down your throats and shove shove you know like i i think one thing that my parents taught me and most people say they see this video and they think like i want that relationship but they just see like a snippet like a three minute segment of our relationship and what they don't see is the the years of hidden behind the scenes relationship building that that is hard and messy and like learning how to trust, learning how to fight well, learning how to not get along, but then like reconciling and coming together. And so a lot of people don't see necessarily like what it means to be human in a love loving space kind of thing. And so like with dancing with my dad like that reaction and that little joyful moment it took time to learn learning how to trust one another that I knew that I could be funny and goofy and silly and he would just join in instead of saying like oh dumb. I'd never do that blah, blah blah but like trusting that the love of my dad like he loves me unconditionally no matter who I am and that he gives me space and freedom to be um which I think is like so huge and so big so um yeah I I think like especially now when people are asked like what's the secret like whatever and like we can honestly say like it's it's so much more like Jesus is it like that is a secret but it's so much more than just Jesus it's like 
living a life of joy and living a life of holiness. And it's not necessarily like you're spitting Latin and holy water and stuff, but it's just like loving God, loving people and loving your life. And so it's a really broad general kind of thing, but like we each have personal relationships with Jesus and like we also love one another very well. And we also, there are hard moments of being human and all that fun stuff, but it's just learning how to live life well with people that support and encourage and champion you yeah. and are with you even when it is hard. And when you do mess up and you do mistakes, make mistakes. Um, so yeah, I think like they're just really great examples of my own and my sibling's life of that. Like I remember growing up, they were always telling us like, we want you to have this foundation of family. Like your family's always behind you, always supporting you. At the same time, we want you to go and to be who you were created to be with all the gifts and talents that you have um, to go and do. And just so supportive of, I mean, I quit my job last year with not really a plan. <laughs> and I was just like, I have this idea of like, and I still, even now, it's almost a year later, I still don't know really what that is. But they are so supportive and like helping me figure out and helping me pray through and discern and encourage like my gifts and talents of like, what if you did this? What if you went this way? Instead of like, you have to do this, but like, you have to be practical. You have to, and that is a good thing. Like prudence is a good thing. Um, but yeah, to any, any parents that are listening, like it, it just makes a world of difference knowing that I have the support and like foundation of my family to just be a, like a foundation landing spot right. where I can a soft place. Yeah. No. And it's really beautiful to watch and see. And so that's why I've got to ask you this very hard hitting journalistic question. How do you guys choose the songs? (laughs) 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 For what you're going to dance to. I mean, has, this is where we're really getting into it, Allie. I mean, like it's important because you did Bruno Mars. And then I don't know who sings the one that you released in Uh, 2020. Okay. Her name's Jess Glenn. She's a UK artist um, in England. That's why they love and you in the UK. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe that's why. Jess, if you're watching, which obviously she is. Could be. Um, We're big in the UK. Welcome. Yeah, really big. Just shooting right up there. Uh, yeah, Jess Glenn. Honestly, the only reason why we took those songs is because what you see us doing in the kitchen, that's not like a... Uh, like a random oh we're just gonna do it like we're always dancing in our kitchen we are always dancing and having fun so really we just pick songs that we like to dance to already um and so it was like that's another thing it's like it wasn't like a stage and five six seven eight and go like it was just like <laughs> a sneak peek into our daily lives of what we do already that now it wasn't choreographed it wasn't like a flash mob situation y'all didn't I know enough. I love it. How not choreographed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> not choreographed at all. If no. you knew 14 million like people that. were watching, you would have been like, we would have done choreography. <laughs> we would have. Yes. No, no. I, I think I, that's what made it fantastic. Yeah. Yes. No, I love it. My mom was like, my mom was like, at least like clean the counter. Like just clean the kitchen. <laughs> which I'm like, you're welcome, mom. You're welcome for that one tidbit. That okay. Was- <laughs> and I, I love that you haven't, uh, you, there's gotta be pressure. I'm sure you get asked constantly, when are you guys going to make another video? You know? And you're oh, like, yeah. you guys, we've gone viral twice. You know what I mean? Like, let's not press. I can see no. that could be a lot of pressure. You know, it could be difficult oh, yeah. to be like, I mean, I don't know. Cause you put something out there and what if it, it only has, you know, right. 20,000 views in 10 minutes. <laughs> Right. Well, actually, we did do another video in December um, that I think it has like 500,000 views, which is still a lot. But like someone commented and they were like, oh, they're now they're just doing it for like fame and stuff. And I'm like, OK, first of all, we don't get paid for this. Yeah. At right. all. Like, and, and so I just replied. I was like, or like we want to bring people into this joy. And like, right. I I think it just shows again, like this is not some like. And people ask me all the time, how do you go viral? Like they want tips and tricks to it. I'm like, that's a great question. I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. Like it's something that's done to you almost. Yeah. And so you just got to like ride the tide and just be like, okay, here it is. And it's it's funny because it's, I mean, it doesn't really change you. It's not like we got like super rich off of that. So (laughs) you're not in Alexis. (laughs) Yeah. That's not why you quit your job. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. Still poor. 
<laughs> well, hey, if anybody's hiring uh, <laughs> and you need a kitchen dancer, we've got Allie. Uh, <laughs> I honored a wedding. I mean, if you want me to be a professional <laughs> wedding guest, you would be a really good you all really would be that's true you know what I really want to segue into though is what I love is you guys have a goofiness and it's really neat because you bring it into I've seen you speak because we've done a conference together and uh, you came in you were one of the speakers for me for my women's conference called genius and then we actually were together in DC and Uh you were a speaker um and I was the MC and so I've gotten to see you talk more than once And what I do love is that you don't leave your personality behind when you're talking about God or when you're talking about whatever Catholic truth you're slamming down, you know, mic dropping, you keep this goofy like space and you do it also really well on social media. So you're known on social media as oodles of doodles. Well, you're also known as Allie Hoffman, (laughs) but you have another account (laughs) of dudes. And, um, and, and that's where you, you know, you do calligraphy. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Am I saying this right? And you do Mm -hmm. like verses, you do, you know, all sorts of beautiful things, but then you'll come out with like a mustache, (laughs) like filter for Instagram or tiny hands, or, I mean, you just... (laughs) It's so great. I love that you're like, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want tiny hands. <laughs> tiny hands. It's like, yes, ah, yes, yes. <laughs> or singing in the car. Yes. Like, tell me how this came to be. How have you given yourself permission to be extraordinary in that silly space? How about that? And that, ooh, girl, you're good. Um, I honestly, I... There's, a, there's some holy person, some saint that said basically like God, like keep me away from some, from sad Christians or like some, from not happy Christians or something like that. Like I really view my life as I'm a naturally, I'm an optimistic person. That's just like my personality. I'm a naturally like positive person. I see, I just see the goodness in the world. And, and like, I know there's like not that doesn't mean I don't suffer or have trials or whatever, but like just my natural personality is that. And so, especially when it comes to my faith life, um, man, I just think so many and experience, I think, the goodness and kindness of the Lord that it's just like it's a gift, it's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Like, joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And so, I, I think like the Lord is giving me like this supernatural gift of joy that it's not just hey, you just see all the good in life. But it's like, I think it's like really a fruit, particularly given to me in this moment, in this time in history, um, to not take myself so seriously, um, to recognize like the joy of the Lord. And there's this really great quote that I was actually praying with yesterday in prayer um, that I have my prayer journal. That <laughs> oh, look at you. I love it. it. Like, I know. Here we go. Um, it like totally, it rocked my world. Um, and like, I think this is the epitome of my life. And it says that joy is the flag that flies over the castle of our heart, announcing that the king is in residence today. Ooh. Um, I don't know who said that. It was in, like, <laughs> it was in a book Liv that I read. Harrison. No, yeah, kidding. Liv Harrison. <laughs> Send this. You have one of those quote posts, please. Yes. Flash it up there, oh, JW. <laughs> Take yeah. it from my book. I don't have a book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I really think it's just like, like this positivity and like this, like goofiness. Like I don't take myself too seriously. Like I, like even in my faith life, like, like there are things like I've experienced great doubt. I've experienced great, like I struggle right even now with anxiety and depression. And most people are just like, oh, you're so goofy and happy. And I'm like, it's not like it's, you know, I'm sure it's experiencing mental health, like it's an up and down kind of thing. But like, I just honestly believe that this is just a fruit of the Holy Spirit in my life of joy. Um, that is something that is deeper than I'm just happy. And actually, a couple of years ago, there was someone that was, uh, we were praying together. And this title, the Holy Spirit, just like, in this prayer, he kept, I kept hearing these words over and over again. And the title was Warrior of Joy. And at first, I was like, kind of thing but I'm realizing now and now like especially living in 2021 as a Catholic as a Christian 
like you have to kind of fight for joy and it's really easy to to go more on the pessimistic side which is not a bad thing but it's really easy like I was just thinking about this the other day if you're trying to bond with someone or like trying to um connect usually the first thing that we do is we talk about how miserable we are or how tired we are or how bad the weather is or we kind of can bond in like these negative things and it's very easy to be like oh you hate that too well let's just talk about it which is not a bad thing but I think that's just like a natural thing that people gravitate towards um and so this warrior of joy it's almost like sometimes I have to fight to see the goodness and I have to fight to see like fight for this joy because it's different than happiness because happiness is an emotion that can come and go but joy is just something that is very deeply planted into my heart my soul that I sometimes have to fight for and it's not like a toxic positivity where it's like nothing ever is bad and like blah blah like no I suffer from anxiety and depression and like yeah it's sometimes it's hard to get out of bed in the morning right but I but I, I honestly believe like this, like it's just something that this worry of joy kind of mentality of just like, man, God is so good and he's so kind and he's so merciful. And if I can have this gift, like this supernatural gift, that it, it was a gift. It's not something that like I like, like earned or worked for or like I just have to climb up these next steps and then I get it. Like it's just, I think a gift given freely, like grace, um, that I really love sharing with other people. But you allow it to flow. You really do. That's where your permission, you know what I mean? Like you allow the mustache to go on your face and the tiny hands to go on your hands. Yeah, don't take don't take yourself too seriously. Like some people are are like whatever. Yeah, life is so short. It's so short. Have fun. Have the curly exactly. hair, have the, you know, get out bangs. there, get bangs. Listen, did you, I got to know, did you make this mustache filter? Did did you, oh. you didn't make it up? No, I did not. But isn't it, doesn't it look like if I stopped waxing, that's what I would look like. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want that, that. Maybe I should stop and like just see what happens. I'm not <laughs> I did not make that. I thought you made this filter and I was all ready to ask you, how does one make a filter for Instagram? We don't know. (laughs) That is, we're not going to get that answer today. There are some secrets that are just never meant to be known. And um, (laughs) the mustache filter is one of them. It does look good on you. I've got, you kind of have a Mandy Patinkin thing going on from (laughs) from the princess bride. I think it's like you got it's beautiful. He's a beautiful he's so beautiful in, in Princess Bride. Yeah. Cause he's got the mustache in that movie. He does, yeah. I, yeah. I've gotten so many comments of like, Ali, I know this is like this is a joke, haha filter, but honestly it was But honestly for Edmund, he's yeah. like, I can't stand it. Cannot stand it. I'm like, well, I'm gonna do it even more then. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you walk in every day to the office with Edmund with a mustache on. That's all I ever want to see. In fact, I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset that you're not wearing one. Maybe whenever we come back, you can have <laughs> a mustache on. Yeah, what I want though yeah. is I really want to learn how to doodle. I have no artistic abilities at all. I have none in my throat. I can't sing. I have none in my hands. I can't draw. I literally have no gifts and talents. Everything I'm good at is really not useful. Like for instance, I can tell you what book to read for the summer, but then ask me if I read. No, no, I do not. But I'm really good at telling people what to read. Isn't that weird? That's it. I've peaked. I love that. This is, well, it's, it's strange. So I want you to teach me how to draw because I know sometimes you do these classes. Would you do that when we come back? Would that be something you're prepared for? Okay, I don't want anybody to go anywhere. If you're listening or if you're watching, you guys, you're tuned into It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. Hello, I am Taylor Schroll, a man who is sometimes a friend of your lovely host, Olivia Harrison. And she asked me to come and share some thoughts about pop culture because I'm cooler than her. So one of the things that Liv and I have in common is our love for Marvel. 
Marvel has had so many great properties come out over this last year on Disney Plus with WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, the Black Widow movie, Loki, which was terrible. We'll get to that another time. But today we're going to talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, one the second show uh, that Disney Plus put out in this new wave of Marvel products. The three biggest things that really stuck out to me about this show uh, is, number one, first, it is a buddy cop show that starts off with two guys who absolutely were not buddies. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier with a right-hand and left-hand man of Captain America. Now that Captain America is gone, uh, they meet up, and they're trying to do stuff together, but they don't really like each other, and they're like, I was his best friend. No, I was his best friend. So over the course of the six episodes, they eventually have to figure it out, and they even sit in therapy. Good, good show for therapy, by the way. And they just, just sit through it, and they finally work, work, work their way through it. And everything is good. The second most, uh, the second thing that you need to know, and probably the most important, is that this show tackles race in a way that I really, really liked. Um, with all of the racial things going on, and uh, upheaval, and sadness, and everything over the last couple of years. I mean, really, <laughs> since America started, that's another thing. But I mean, really, in the last like year and a half, there's been a huge focus on race, and a lot of people don't like. Uh, big uh, controversial things being brought up in their media or in sports or those sorts of things. But this show does a really good job of not beating you over the head with it, but they present uh, a lot of these like really, really well done racial topics from both sides. And in the end, like the big news from this is that the Falcon, a black man, becomes Captain America. Like our Captain America now, currently in Marvel, is a black man. And that's a really, really cool thing. And then also there's this other guy named Isaiah Bradley who was around the same old uh, age as the, as the other uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. And he was a black super soldier who did great things for our country but was kind of pushed down because uh, the people in power said America wasn't ready for a black Captain America or a black super soldier, um, but he gets a really cool redemption arc as well. Uh, he was he was forgotten, and all he wanted was to um, to be recognized for what he was, this first black superhero. And eventually, the new Captain America Falcon gives him a grand memorial in a museum, and it's a really, really beautiful and touching moment of racial reconciliation. Now, uh, the only thing that I didn't like about the show, and the, the last thing, is that my man Bucky, the Winter Soldier, got the short stick of this show. I love Bucky. I came into the show uh, like wanting Bucky to be the next Captain America because he's the super soldier and the Falcon got beat up all the time. Um, but there was a lot of really cool redemption for him. He had he had to deal with like all the things that he did wrong when he was under mind control as the Winter Soldier. But the really cool, the, I mean, it was, it was a really cool redemption arc, but they kind of did him dirty. They didn't let him finish it. At the end of the show, it, it kind of emblemizes these two last things that I really liked and I didn't like. The name of the show got changed from Falcon and Winter Soldier to Captain America and their Winter Soldier, which was really cool, really cool for Falcon. And like we talked about earlier, a black guy being Captain America was really cool. But they left Bucky as the Winter Soldier, and he's not the Winter Soldier anymore. He's gone through all this therapy. He's gone. He's, he's changed as a person. I really wish that they would have said the Falcon, uh, Captain America and the White Wolf as he, became, as, as he came to be known in Wakanda. So those are my thoughts. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Back to the show. Welcome back to It's Not That Late with Liv Harrison. And I am with the lovely Car Carrollton woman. I uh, Look at that. I can't even say it because I, I just... <laughs> Love that they called you that. And I love that that's what you're going to be named and known for forever. You guys, this is Allie Hoffman. And if you're not following her on Instagram, I don't know why you're there because she has brought the joy of Jesus to all of us through her doodles on a page called Oodles of Doodles. Although it's not called pages on Instagram. What is it? A feed? Is it a feed? What is this, Allie? I don't, you're young. Oh, a follow? Hey. I don't know what it is. You have multiple hey. accounts on an account. <laughs> An account. An, An account. account. The Oodles yeah. of Doodles account. And you can see her doodles. And sometimes you teach the people how to draw. Yes? Yes. Is that yes. what we're going to do, do right now? So if people want to yes. pause, um, if you're listening on the radio, you can't. If you're at 1350 listening on Veritas or the app, um, maybe you can pause the app. You can pause your, your podcast situation. If you're watching on YouTube, you can pause because you're going to grab some markers and some paper. We should have told you ahead of time, but we're not that fancy of a show. <laughs> no, 
We're a late night. It's We're a late night, you guys. You should you yeah. should be there should be drinking games being paired with us any moment now. That's oh. when we know that we've made it. That's when yes. I'll know when I'm on a bingo card. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so grab some paper and pens. Allie, what are you going to teach us? I will let you take over oods of dudes. Perfect. So I call this Doodles University Dudes You. And it's basically, I'm a really big believer in the gifts that you have are not meant for yourself. They're meant to be given away. So that. everything that I learned on each of dudes, doodles of doodles, I taught myself and I want to give it away to other people so you can also do this. So what we're going to doodle is going to be very, very easy. It's going to be, you're so easy to love. Oh, phrase, right? you're like, so easy to love. You're so Ooh. easy to love. Like, that's deep to, though, yeah. Allie. That's like, I need some therapy and a margarita to doodle I, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. You might cry when you're doodling. You might laugh, whatever it is. So, so get some Kleenex, um, everybody. I was not prepared yeah. for this. You're so easy to love. I'm all about therapy and joy. So here I'm also in therapy. So here we go. Okay. Perfect. So you're so easy to love. So all you need is paper and pen, like whatever it is. I like. I have a Sharpie, point. but that's fine. Sharpie, that's perfect. Perfect. That's perfect. Okay. Okay. So, and if you're watching this, you're going to be able to see my hand and what I'm doing. So first, we're going to start And you've got with five whatever. minutes. Can you, uh, you've got okay. five minutes and you're going to say first. it well enough for everyone listening in listen land. <laughs> yes, in listen land. Okay. So um, we're going to do the first line is your so, and it can be in script. It can be in whatever it is. So I'm going to do it in a scripty, like cursive kind of thing. So I'm going to do your... For those listening, it's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. so. We're learning contractions. And here's the thing. Liv, I knew you were asking this. How to make it say calligraphy? Because we're not doing traditional calligraphy with nibs and ink. How to oh. say crap? Okay. Oh, yeah. Here's I was thing. asking that earlier. And should I have you my were. pen in my hands right now? You should have your pen in your hands okay, right now. Okay, Allie. Yes. I'll grab it. <laughs> Go ahead and, and tell us about okay. the so fake calligraphy. A perfect calligraphy, you're so. For every downstroke that you did, you want to go back and do a thicker line, uh -huh. which I know you know how to do so well. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, on I do. every downstroke. So every downstroke, you do like a second line on the inside of the outside just to make it look thicker. And that's like the fake part of calligraphy. Oh. So you're so, I'm sure you're nailing it. Oh, yes, I am. Oh my gosh. You know what? Yeah. After you, after you do that first line, you're going to do a next line and we're just going to go easy to love. Okay. It's that simple. This and is I'm gonna great. <laughs> I'm going to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. You know, you can tell her that. Either a child made it or you made it, whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I'm getting kind of good at this. This is, I'm kind I, of starting to really, I mean, I might have a second, like a side hustle. You're so easy to. I, you're so easy to love. To, and then remember, I down stroke. Oh, I forgot. Girl, we're not, we're not there. And you said things about like left and right. That's inside or outside. Wow. This looks really good. I love <laughs> For those in listen land, I bought some tiny hands and I am using a big fat purple Sharpie and I'm using the tiny hands to do. And are you rocking it? My, I kind of did not, not, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just threw oh. away the Sharpie. <laughs> I don't know how to do the thick part. Well, I want to see yours. Is it done? Are yeah. we? I should have. Yeah. So I finished mine. Oh, you did? did? I hold it up? Yeah. Sure. Um, you, I want to see it. Okay, and you did the here, thick parts already? I did. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Now, granted, samesies. Yeah, go ahead. I think because I wasn't wearing tiny hands as well as um, I have using my, I've also been doing this for six years. That's what I tell people. When they do doodling, they think like, I want it to look like yours right away. I'm like, this takes anything. It takes practice. It's like and when I graduated and I wanted a house like my parents and they were like, that's adorable. You're 12. Of course, you're not going to have a house. 12. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I hear you. It takes practice, okay. right? Here's my. Yeah. See, um, okay. Wait, hold up. Let me just, I can't see it, but I can see your tiny hands holding it and I feel the greatness coming from it. Can you get that, JW? Can you, <laughs> but are you a little impressed? <laughs> I'm so excited to see it. 
see it. Oh my gosh. I'm really proud. Okay. So this is something that you can stick. So I use like a little note card kind of thing and I will stick this in my Bible. You can stick, you pray with that, Liv. Um, just what the Holy Spirit's like stirring up with that. Um, and just see like what, what, what is the Lord really telling you, asking you during this time? You guys, you, know? you have to be on YouTube right now. She also has tiny hands, Allie. And so we both have tiny hands and this is really, I'm just, this is so creepy. <laughs> Look at this. I'm grabbing my mic with my tiny hands and I feel uncomfortable inside. <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely. Listen, so. I want people yeah. to follow you and be your friend. How can they do that, Allie? Where can the people go? People can go on mainland Instagram at the oodles of doodles. Mm-hmm. Um, there. That is where you can go. I mean, that's all, it. Like, that's personal, it. No, but, but that's yeah. really where you want the people. And then if they want to find your viral videos, you guys, it's called Google. Okay. It's 2021. <laughs> you can Google, yeah, Google. Allie and Michael Hoffman, Carrollton yeah, woman that, and Michael uh, Hoffman. I, <laughs> no, my, yeah, that works. My Allie, Michael Hoffman. Um, I stay dance video quarantine challenge like yeah and you'll see my dad and I pop up on the YouTube I might so. never not have these these are so I fun I want to do an look. entire like I just want to photograph things with this you guys I just want to say thank you Allie I love you to pieces you're the best you've got to come back and be in the studio please I would love that yeah please I totally everybody please. go follow Allie I am so excited you're here don't forget to give yourself permission to be extraordinary do not forget that you guys because you know what you have been watching and listening to it's not that late with Liv Harrison bye y'all Woo.